Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's going on? I'm Ellis Williams, and you're listening to a special Headlines edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Here's the latest happening with the Cleveland Browns. Lamar Jackson came storming out of the locker room to beat the Browns 47-42 in a wild shootout with Baker Mayfield Monday night. Baker Mayfield said he could hardly believe his eyes when Lamar Jackson came bounding out of the locker room with just two minutes left in the fourth quarter after getting IV fluids from cramping and took the field with the Ravens trailing 35-34. Mayfield said, quote, it felt like a scene out of a movie. Jeez. The only problem is... The movie proved to be a tearjerker for the Browns, who had lost 47-42 in what was the wildest shootout of the NFL season. It was on Monday Night Football for the whole world to see. An epic duel between Jackson and Mayfield featured a combined 20 points in the final two minutes, ended with a 55-yard game-winning field goal by Justin Tucker with two seconds left, and a Ravens safety tacked on at the end when the Browns tried a series of laterals on the very last play. Ravens coach Sean Harbaugh said, quote, If you wrote a movie about this, people wouldn't believe it. They'd say it never happened. Reality is stranger than fiction, or whatever that saying is. The gut-wrenching loss snapped the Browns' four-game win streak and dropped them to 9-4. and Their playoff hopes are still robust, but their slim chance of overtaking the Steelers, who have an 11-2 record for the AFC North crown, all but evaporated. The Ravens, meanwhile, improved to 8-5 and kept their postseason hopes alive, especially with an easy three-game finish coming up. They also swept the Browns in the ser- this season series after drilling them 38-6 in the opener all the way back in week one. Kevin Stefanski said after the game, quote, obviously we're very disappointed. We came here to get a victory and we didn't. Very hard, hard-fought game on both sides. We just weren't clean enough to beat a good team, and that's disappointing. Mayfield completed 28 of 47 passes for 343 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception for a quarterback rating of 87.5. He battled back from a costly third-quarter interception, which snapped his 187-attempt streak in a five-straight game stretch without one, and the Ravens were able to take the lead, a two-touchdown lead after that turnover. But Mayfield battled back to tie it late at 42-all, but it wasn't enough to overcome Superman bolting out of the locker room with his cape on and doing the unthinkable. Jackson said after the game, quote, I'm like, I need something now to help me get better real quick because this is a crucial game. Both teams were playing their hearts out, and I didn't want to leave. He continued saying, quote, I saw backup quarterback McSurley go down and was like, I've got to get out there now. And that's exactly what happened. Facing a fourth and five from the Browns 44, 
Jackson escaped to his right and found Marquise Brown open over the middle of the field for a 44-yard catch and run that put the Ravens up 42-35 with 157 to play. Stefanski said of the play, quote, we blitzed. He made a play. Not exactly sure what happened on that play. He shouldn't have been able to escape the pocket like that. It was disappointing. But Mayfield, who was still trying to atone for his ugly interception, went 4-for-4 four four for 75 yards on the ensuing drive. The string included a 22-yard catch and run for a TD by Kareem Hunt, who dove over the pylon to tie it at 42 with one minute and four seconds left. Hunt said, quote, I knew we needed seven. When I got the opportunity to make a play, I'm always going to try and be there for my team. At that point in time, I wasn't going to be stopped from getting in. But Jackson, who completed only 11 of 17 attempts for 163 yards and a touchdown, used his arm again to help put the game away. He completed four or five of his passes to position Tucker for the game-winning kick into the windy dog pound end of the end zone. So Fancy said, quote, Jackson's a great player. Again, the reigning MVP. We know he's great. After the game, John Harbaugh came up to Kevin Stefanski and said, that was one of the greatest games in history. Maybe we'll see you in the playoffs. Kevin Stefanski and John Harbaugh embraced after the, on the field after the Ravens win. Stefanski said, thank you, thank you, after a tough loss to the Ravens. The Ravens were winners of two straight after their massive COVID-19 outbreak that affected almost half the team. They're one game behind of the 9-4 and four Browns, and at 8-5, and five, can return to the playoffs if they win out and finish with an 11-5 record. If the Browns and Ravens end up with the same record, the Ravens would win the first tiebreaker, proceeding by virtue of their 2-0 head-to-head mark. The Ravens are currently in eighth and on the outside looking in, but have the easiest schedule remaining. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars, who have a record of 1-12, the New York Giants, with a record of 5-8, and and end the season against the Cincinnati Bengals, who sit at 2-10-1. The wildcard picture is getting interesting, as the Browns currently are the fifth seed and are tied with the Colts, who are also 9-4. Speaking of the New York Giants, that's who the Cleveland Browns have up next as the Browns travel to New York this upcoming Sunday. Giants quarterback Colt McCoy might get a chance on Sunday night to make up for the 9-4 Browns giving up on him. Giants coach Joe Judge said on a Zoom call Wednesday that he hasn't made a decision on starting quarterback Daniel Jones yet because of his health. He's dealing with a right hamstring injury, but suffered a lower leg injury during practice this week that could prevent him from playing. It's been reported that he suffered a sprained ankle. If Jones can't play, McCoy will start against the team that drafted him in the third round Mm -hmm. of the 2010 draft and then traded him to San Francisco in 2013. Cole McCoy started against the Seahawks two games ago and helped the Giants to their fourth victory in upsetting Seattle 17-12. Daniel Jones was back in the lineup last week, but the Cardinals lost 26-7 as the Giants struggled to move the ball all game. The Browns defense is getting one of its Pro Bowl players back this week in cornerback Denzel Ward. Ward, who missed the past three games with his strained calf, returned to practice today. That practice was held inside and was closed off to the media. Coach Kevin Savanti said he'll have to see how Ward does as they get closer to Sunday to make a decision on whether he'll play. Getting him back would be huge for a defense that surrendered 231 rushing yards and six touchdowns to the Ravens. Tight end Austin Hooper, who's battling a neck injury, also returned to practice, and Savanti said he's trending in the right direction. Only two players were held out of practice on Wednesday. Safety Andrew Sandejo, who suffered a concussion on Monday night, and guard Wyatt Teller, who's battling an ankle injury. Teller suffered the ankle injury during the Ravens game and may or may not be ready to face the Giants on a short week. If he can't go, then Chris Hubbard will replace him as he had in the past. Left tackle Jedrick Wills also practiced on Wednesday after tweaking his ankle against the Ravens. He seems all ready to go for the Sunday night showdown in New York. That's the latest happening with the Cleveland Browns. 
I'm Ellis Williams. Don't forget to catch the Orange and Brown Talk podcast featuring myself, Mary Kay Cabot, Dan Lobby, Scott Pascoe, Doug A. Maurice, and Terry Pluto on cleveland.com slash podcast or on your favorite podcast catcher. <laughs>